Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Cage Vision Podcast. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> so, we've been having fun. We, we are, are a little just, slap happy today. We so. are. Lisa has been giving me a really, really hard time. Along with our, what do we call Nick? Our He's show our producer. producer. He's our yes. producer. He's looking very production-esque. Yes. Today. He is. But we have a very exciting topic. What are we talking about, Lisa? We are talking about reverse engineering success. Do I have to be an engineer to do that? Ooh, heavens. I hope not. Good. But we're going to reverse engineer some success so today. Why do we need to do that? Because we have to understand what outcome somebody wants to achieve. We do that a lot. We use this reverse engineer word. I love it because it's just like a kind of consultant speak. But a lot of people probably don't even know what the heck it means, trying to keep this non-E yeah, rated. Cause yeah, because we got an E rating a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. I don't even know why. Well, because you scary. probably said something. Well, I'm sure it was me. but Confident. Either way, either way, what does reverse engineering success mean? Reverse engineering success starts with the end in mind and then defining what it will take to achieve the end, the success, the where you want to go. So instead of getting mired in the details from the very beginning, it's actually pondering what do you want this to look like when you're finished? Yes. So think about where you want to go. And then start to think about the steps that it's going to take. Because what we found is a lot of people, they'll start to think about what could be. And then they immediately go with a challenge or a hurdle and they stop. So don't do that. And we may have said that before, but it's worth repeating. So we're talking about reverse engineering success. All it means is think big and think about where you want to go. So the first actual step in this is... Writing down your outcome. Where do you want to go? What outcome do you want? Write it down. And it's literally, when we're working with clients, literally, what is it you want to do? What do you mean? Where do you want to go? What do you mean? Where do you see yourself in five years? What do you mean? I will continue asking the same version of the same question until I get, well, I want to do this. And you just have to keep peeling back that and then work it all the way back which is the process of re-engineering. Do you think that sometimes, because I've heard you do this, I mean, we've both done this to people and you're right. You have to ask the question a dozen times before mm-hmm. you really drill down into, I want to build a business that is significant, that is teaching people or that I'm imparting what I've learned. But it takes forever to get there. It's like they're almost afraid to say it out loud. Yes, and... You know, For I fear think, that it's too big, maybe. Well, and I think people, it's almost like you've got to loosen them up in the conversation. The first answer, you just need to almost throw out the door. Oh, definitely. I'd say the first three or four answers you need to throw out the door. They don't really get down to the 
to really the specifics till about so, answer sort of like, six. It's sort of like dating, isn't it? It's like speed dating when we when we start meeting with our clients, right? We're just like, we're going to throw out questions one, minute. two, and three because we know that wasn't really you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we're just trying to get to the, all right, where is this? Don't stop from thinking, I mean, what is your biggest of big ideas? Do you think that part of that too is because people that have cage vision or, or people that are frustrated are so mired in the day-to-day realities of their business that they've lost that bigger picture or the ability to even sort of put out there, you know, the dreams they had five or 10 or 15 years ago when they first started and they were thinking really big and now they're so in the day-to-day that they're yeah. like, okay, I can I mean, never all right, you know me, I, every that. day I go and I write down goals yep. for the day, which every matched day. to a 10-day sprint, which matched to a 90-day, which matched to, I mean, it's just. We're going to give a shout out now. Go ahead. And we do that through the Freedom Journal. Freedom Journal there by John. Lee Dumas. Yes. Yes. And I highly recommend it, by the way. Yes. But I go through this process every single day. And what I love about it, it starts with a great quote. And then it says, what are you grateful for? Which I just love because when you go and you plow through everything, it's hard to think about. But that reminder is great. It's mm-hmm. hard to think about what you're grateful for. But today I wrote down some pretty big, for a day, some pretty big ambitious things. What happened as soon as I walked in the door? Derailed. Oh, completely derailed. Derailed. I didn't and even I get got, my first cup of coffee right, before and, you And you, you and I were meeting on something before we even, and we're mired into details. Yep. And so that's exactly how somebody that's thinking, you know, this is what I would like to achieve in five years. They look up and five years have gone by and then they become frustrated, right? So the first one is, what's the outcome you want? We cannot express that you don't limit yourself when you start to think about that. Think big. Keep in mind, we're working backwards. Once you do that, Lisa, what's next? Who do you want to reach? What do you mean by that? Well, who do you want this to impact? Okay. You know, who's your customer base? Okay. Who's the person that you're seeking? Who will be impacted or affected by the outcome that you want? Who do you want to reach? Mm -hmm. There's probably a group of people that's pretty specific. And it goes along with your existing business. If you're a service business and and you're trading time for money now, and you no longer want to trade time for money, what we're talking about is packaging your expertise in a certain way that there is a certain group of people that would be uniquely ideal for this specific package of expertise. So that's what we're talking about, right? Okay, and working back, the next step backwards is why do they care, right? So why would they care? Yeah, why would they care? You know, what is it that you're going to give them that impacts their life? What does that look like to them? Because you can reach someone, but until they care, enough until you've hit a point where they say, yeah, you know, that resonates with me. It really does. That's what we're calling. Why do you care? So continue to work backwards. This is the one where we've worked a lot on in the past. What you want to do is you're thinking backwards. You've gone, what's the outcome you want? Who do you want to reach? Why do they care? And next, What problem are you solving for them? Because at the end of the day, you have to remember that your customer has the hero of your story. You know, I always go back to Don Miller's story. Don Miller, shout out. Don Miller, shout out. The what problem are you solving? So what is it that your hero wants? 
You know, what is their issue? Which then goes into what pain, right? What are their pain points? Yeah, that's a big one because before they have the problem, they are feeling the pain of something. And they may feel the pain for a period of time before they actually see the problem. Oh, most definitely. Because I think it takes them a while to understand what the problem is. You know, a lot of times you think something is a problem when in reality, it's just a portion of a bigger problem that you may or may not even know that you have. Yeah, that's good. And so when you keep going backwards, after you've gone to the point where what's the pain they are feeling You should get to where we started, where we go through with our clients, and that is in some way, shape, or form, that target customer for you has an unfulfilled why. There is something there that is unfulfilled. They don't know what it is, and they're probably stewing in it. And everything that you've unpacked all the way to the point of that unfulfilled why is just leading and drilling down into that core. Until you get to that point, it's just really tough to be sure that you're on solid footing before you go and get what you want. So where do we want to go now? An example? Yeah. You want to walk them through sort of how we got to where we are? All right. So let's go through us and how we went through this process. So what's the outcome that we wanted, Lisa? Well, we wanted to get out of trading time for money. Yes. Uh, You've heard us talk about not trading time for money. We said, we don't want to trade time for money anymore. It's not what we want to do. And so how are we going to do that? Who are we going to serve? The market that we, after we actually went through the process ourselves, we actually loved it so much that we said, we think there's a market out there with business owners that have caged vision and we can help them unlock their caged vision and do this exact process, right? Yes. Well, I think we got to that because the outcome that we wanted to see was the ability to scale our business and develop different revenue models. But when going backwards to that, to our unfulfilled why, which is we really like, you're going to call it unpacking cage vision. But I think what you are really good at is, you know, looking at a business owner's service business and generating a strategy to do things differently. Yeah, I love seeing the opportunity. And you like, that's what you do really well. And it just comes so naturally to you. I love seeing the opportunity. And the thing about the opportunity is when I go in and I identify it, they say, oh my gosh, I have been thinking. They have been thinking about it. They just have an outlet for it. Exactly. And the reason we work so well together is because after that, fun session that I have (laughs) comes the hard work and that is the implementation which we're going to get to a second but that was our where we wanted to go who do we want to reach we knew that it had to be successful business owners more than likely in a service business and they had to have a a certain time where they were working so that established them as an expert they also had to achieve a certain amount of revenue so they could have money to invest in themselves, but why would they care? Well, they care because they want more. Yes. They want more. They want more. It's this feeling, this unease, right? They want more. But what problem are we solving? Well, we're solving their inability 
Yeah, their inability because their inability they, for trading time for money. I mean, we're developing additional revenue streams for them that solves the problem that we solve for ourselves. Yes, and the reason they have that problem is because they have a day job for the business that they built. They walk in, they trade time, and the unease is this thing, this other thing that they want to accomplish. And so, what they're feeling is they get to a point where they are they're not frustrated. satisfied. They're frustrated. Mm-hmm. They just feel disconnected maybe from the business, just not like they're having the impact that they know that they have, maybe even unfulfilled. Well, and goes back to what we said before, it takes a while for them to figure that out. A lot of them have just stuffed that down for so long. And Mm -hmm. then when you start talking in particular to them and generating a million and one ideas of what they could do, all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. Which gets us to the unfulfilled why. Every single time that we start working with a client, there are the first couple questions that we reference. And as we keep digging, we get to the why. And I can tell you that that why... It's not, I want to make more money to buy something. It is not, it is typically something related to something they had to overcome, something they experienced in childhood, Mm -hmm. something they experienced in their marriage, something they experienced somehow, some way that said, I got to do something more, bigger, better. And it's burning. I just have to do it. And that's the why. Once we get there, and I can tell because it gets emotional. Then I'm like, Ooh, now we're ready to go. Then what do we do, Lisa? Oh, gosh. Because that's the funnest part for me. And you're saying. And then we have to make a plan. Uh, and we have to make a plan. And, and that's the fun part for me. So once we have gone through the steps of reverse engineering, we actually map out a strategic roadmap. And we look at what's realistic We list potential challenges, which I always like to say are potential opportunities. Well said. Then we look at what resources are available. What do we need to go and find? How can we use what they already have in place? We define a timeline. We put in some key milestones, success criteria. We really drill down into what does this look like? How do we make this a success for Yes, them? and I think the most important part of the plan is that there may be some business owners out there that just started. I wrote a LinkedIn post recently talked about just starting, but I'm not saying just start without thinking through things. Start with a plan, okay? But the plan but also you... doesn't have to be fully defined. I mean, yeah, a lot of times learn. you're going to learn because I think that in every single thing that we've done, even our ventures, we make a plan that's realistic and we do the resources and timeline, milestones, success criteria. But somewhere along the way, there's always something that you didn't count on or yeah. there's a new opportunity. Or Yes. You know what I, the best thing that I like about a plan? I have no idea. It gives you a clear opportunity when you need to pivot. Nice. Nicely yes, said. Without that, you don't even know, should I pivot? I don't know. You're just kind of going floating through the direction. Yeah. But with a plan, you know, you know what? This is not what we thought. Now's the time to pivot. Correct. All right. So last one, last tip. So we talked about go through the steps of re-engineering, make a plan. And Lisa, close it out for us with what? Then we have to implement the plan. Oh, yeah, we actually that. have to, yeah, that's, you already moved on to the next. I am way gone way by now. Gone but by now. anyone we work with is in good hands because you are implement a plan master. Really? Well, thank you. Yeah. That's, 
That's very. I just made that title. Yes, up, but you it's did. Fabulous. But it is fabulous. And appropriate. We'll go with that. Sure. But yeah, implement the plan. But we have to remember they also have an existing business. Yeah. Which is why you know sometimes things pivot. As so when say. you're working with someone and you're implementing the plan, what does that look like? Quickly. Well, we try. <laughs> Are you telling me it's time to wrap up? I'm saying we got a few. We minutes got left. a few mm-hmm. minutes. All right, we'll wrap up. I think that when we implement the plan that people have to understand that that's why we're there. We help them because we know that they have an existing business that they have to run. When we make a plan, we try and carve out exactly how much time they have to devote to this and stick to that. So if it's a half a day a week or if it is a day a week or if it's three hours a week, that we build it around what they, what can, they give. can give. Yeah, so we build out the plan and then we do the heavy lifting yes. and bring them back and say, here's where we are. If there are pivot points, here's what we need to make. If they're not, we're on course and we just keep plugging away, right? And we do. We just and keep it's plugging away. Fun as heck. Yay, we won't get an explicit. We'll try not to. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, just like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business.